Uh, what up, nerds? And welcome to Token Minority Report, the unsafe space art and entertainment podcast. Uh, the show format is changing up a bit, so I'm going to focus more on pop culture stuff. But before we get into all that, I am Beverly, and today is Thursday, May 19th, 2022. Uh, as a reminder, we have the next book club on June 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. The book will be House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski and hosted by our very own Alex Maselli. We have a free association interview tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern time, I think, uh, where Carter interviews Scott Horton once again. So be sure to check that out. Um, uh, is that everything? I think so. That's good enough. Okay, so with this series here, um, let me know, I guess, what topics you want us to talk about generally, because that'll be good to get feedback. Um, I want to leave it broad enough to do like, you know, art, entertainment, pop culture stuff too, in that umbrella. Um, and I may still try to include some games and all that, but we'll see how that goes. If you guys want to post like, would you rather questions in chat, we'll do, we'll do those. Um, so joining me tonight, and hopefully regularly, a regular, regular regularly as my co-host moving forward is the one and only Alex Maselli, a.k.a. Alex of all trades. I'm actually not the one and only Alex Maselli. You are. You are. <laughs> You're probably more rare than Beverly Clark is. Because uh, <laughs> someone did, when we were talking the other night, uh, someone did a Google of my name and it was like 40 some million things. <laughs> results that came on and I guess that's the first time that I've said my last name on this particular show though so I just like doxed myself <laughs> well I I looked myself up years ago and there is a golf writer named Alex Maselli Ooh. and it's spelled exactly the same way Did you say golf writer like golf someone who you writes about, about golf golf <laughs> yeah <laughs> intriguing wow yeah that's a thing huh I know. And, uh, well, I'm surprised I didn't know about him before because my dad grew up, like, from six years old playing golf a, and working in a pro shop. So, like, Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So it, it's kind of funny. I I would have thought I would have already heard of him, but I didn't learn As about a male him. Alex. A male Alex. I think I've told like you before. I, I love Alex as a girl's name because I've, I've written at least one story or scripts. So then multiple times, like, where I've used, like, I like... Uh, maybe it's going to sound woke of me, but I like certain, I like nicknames, like guy nicknames for girls. I like Charlie for Charlotte and, and you know, Alex and um, probably other ones too. Uh, but yeah. yeah I don't... The funny thing is though, is that my name is, name Alex. is Alex. Yeah. I remember you mentioning that Not yeah, Alexandra yeah. or Alexis or any, or Alexia or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like it's literally Alex. That is what's on my birth certificate. Uh, like I don't, I don't have a longer name. It's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's un uh, unexpected. Both parents were in on that decision. Mm, really, more my mom. Okay, I yeah. Would say. <laughs> I would do the same. <laughs> she chose the name. <laughs> I birthed this child. I'm naming. <laughs> Through all that work. Um, I hello. think the boy oh. name choice was James, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would be. I should do like the opposite of a boy, like a boy named Sue kind of thing. Where oh, God. <laughs> my my friend said that she always wanted twins, a boy and a girl, and then would name them both Madison. Um. <laughs> <She's> mean. <laughs> she was genuine though. Like that's what she wanted. Um, 
her name was uh, Wednesday, so she's oh, already a okay. weird girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's a little uh, cursed. <laughs> so hello, Johnny Boy, quick draw. Hello, Eloise. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's how I would expect. Vail Ned, hello. Um, Johnny Boy needs to get right with our new scheduling. How about a separate show with a small group just for games? I think that'd be fun. Oh, you mean like which kind of games? You want us to do video games or like tabletop games? I'm down for either and will be terrible at both. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you mean video games, my God, do I have a lot of uh, content for you. <laughs> we just we still need to stream. I don't know how to stream online together, but will you play Left 4 Dead with me at some point? Uh, Sure. I don't know if I have that game or not. Oh, really? Um, no. I, I the second one, Left 4 Dead 2, because the first one didn't have... Uh, melee i think it i think it was only guns and i thought that was lame and because i because the second one you can you can fight with a katana and a guitar and i was like oh. yeah yes please oh, oh okay i know which game you're talking yeah about. there's too many games with dead in the title that i oh yeah no, zombie games all of them <laughs> i always loved playing it and i was always terrible at it so i always need to play with someone else who can like lead the way because i'm bad at first person and scared of zombies but <laughs> what can you do um, Tree Goblin, which uh, the actual guitar, because I did play the keytar last week. So uh, if you weren't here, then you missed out on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but maybe you could do a guitar. <laughs> or it could swing out a zombie if we get a zombie around here, you know? Yeah. But I have a lot of guns. I'd probably just use the guns. Yeah, I'm a lot better at I... guns in real life than in, in video games. Like, I've got guitars around too, but I probably wouldn't use oh. one of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to. I mean, like, the acoustic would be good. The electrics are heavy, so that might might be it. Okay, Tree Goblin, maybe I'll do the the guitar later for you. Okay. Hi, G Man. <laughs> welcome. 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 Um, okay, I guess we've delayed yeah. a bit. Um, so, we've which chatted. I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of chat because people come in late. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's see. So first topic, I guess we can just jump right into talking about Doctor Strange, the new film. What is it? The Multiverse of Madness? I keep mixing yeah. up which order the M's go. <laughs> it was like the madness yeah, of the, the multiverse. No, in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. yeah, in the multiverse. He's in the multiverse of madness. Uh, yes. So I saw it a couple weeks ago now, I think, um, in theaters and uh and we might do spoilers here so if you guys don't want so. that then then, <laughs> then turn this off now or just put us on mute and then just watch because we want you to stay and and be on this yeah yeah, yeah just don't just give us the views yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't care if you hear us just watch mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. um yeah. okay so first you what did you think of it because you watched it the other day right and and as we just uh, on friday the 13th we both watched the movie at the, the one movie of the day of and i already forgot everything at that time so this was two weeks ago so i've also forgotten everything even more in this movie so i'd like your opinion first and then to help me jog my memory okay well first of all i think dr strange is one of the best uh mcu movies like nine out of ten it's an uh, the amazing first film the first film okay so but I was oh, kind of I remember that one now. Yeah, really. <laughs> but that like, and I've written about it about why it's so good. Like, I literally wrote. Can I, like, you read your article? <laughs> so, <laughs> or you can just kind of summarize it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. First of all, everyone at the time was talking about how it was like Iron Man. It was just Iron Man Redux, and I was like, hell no, oh. that ain't. That is not what's going on. Because first of all, 
the whole point in Doctor Strange is that he has narcissistic personality disorder. And it's for very sure, yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah. And Tony Stark does not have narcissistic personality disorder. He is full of himself. So I guess where where do you the think that line is drawn? Okay, so wait, one of the biggest signs that one of them has it and one of them doesn't is that Doctor Strange has a specially made in his home trophy case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He (laughs) literally goes to any kind of, if someone's giving him an award, they will freaking rush out to, he will rush out to go to that. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. First movie, Iron Man. He does not show up for the award that his friend, his best friend, is presenting the reward, the That's award right. to him. And then when he does finally give it to him, what does he do? He immediately passes it off to some random employee at the casino and doesn't care one bit about it. Okay, and that's like point. a huge sign yeah, between yeah. the two that Tony Stark does not have narcissistic personality disorder. I think also, that- you jump right in. We're talking psychology. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Immediately. Well, that's one of the reasons why I love Doctor Strange so much is that, mm-hmm. yeah, he had uh, he had narcissistic personality disorder and it was that uh, meets the Eastern philosophy of the destruction of self. Literally, to some extent, uh, the destruction of self. Yeah. And to me, that was brilliant that was absolutely brilliant especially for a freaking superhero movie like i was not expecting that <laughs> that's what so like when i was first getting into the the marvel movie i was I, I wasn't like a big superhero person ever and then my my boyfriend does not really like dc stuff at all and and for him though he, he the way he explained it was like marvel he liked that the people were flawed like you had the heroes that had instead of like dc you're just kind of like oh i'm, I'm superman and i'm perfect except for like the one little thing you know whatever yeah. else. like or even if some might have a little bit more story or less powers or so there's it it just i guess like the a lot of the marvel characters kind of are more uh, rounded in a way or just like are more human that are like you just have like one or two powers but you're not like mm-hmm. able to do everything so and at first because I was, I was coming from just like oh it's a superhero like no you're supposed to be super like that's how all I know is that like you're you're supposed to have all the powers and do everything like why would <laughs> why would you want someone to be flawed but so then when I got it, like no you know that's right that's a good point that like you should have um more human and and, and see like the the other side of it so yeah, yeah. well and so the the problem I have then with the sequel is that first of all they changed directors, which I felt like the sorry cat butt right in the camera. Um, <laughs> cat butt is, is that the uh, the original the director of the first Doctor Strange movie was a fan of Doctor Strange and really like captured oh, a lot. Comments. Of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in but still made a really good movie too, and then. Um, and then we get Sam Raimi, which I'm a fan of Sam Raimi. I actually, I complain about him a lot. Uh, really? He's, he's flawed, but I really like him. Um, and this is clearly a Sam Raimi movie. Like, there is no way around it. Like, I'll admit, seeing Bruce Campbell is always great. I'd re- I Like, I, as much as like Benedict Cumberbatch, seeing Bruce Campbell beat the shit out of himself is always oh, a pleasure. Gonna do some physical comedy. Yep, exactly. And then, uh, but then there's all the end undead stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that is very Sam Raimi, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I, I mean, I don't remember what my, my boyfriend, when he saw it, I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's, because I don't think, I don't, I guess I can't speak for him, but it was like, I just wasn't thinking about, about like, it, like that Sam Raimi was on my radar as far as like directing the film, even though it's just like, oh, in hindsight, hindsight it's 2020, where I'm like, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, like everything that we saw through this, but it was just kind of like what, the whole time, I'm like, what are they, for the second one, like, what what are they doing? <laughs> I, so we, so the first one, we liked it, like the second one, not so much for you, I take it? No. Well, yeah. and, and it, it kind of has a problem that the the second Iron Man had that uh, John Favreau complained about, you know, when he direct, he came back and directed the second one, he, uh, wherein they um, they were like, they're like, we got to add all our MCU characters. We got to introduce an mm. MCU character. We've got to build on the MCU, you know, universe. They do that in Doctor Strange too, you know, and it makes it not so much a Doctor Strange movie, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're, you're trying to share, and especially when it's like you have, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, maybe at most like two and a half hours for, for I don't know, the time length of this latest one. Yeah. But it's like, that's why I'm not a, generally a fan of movie. I like TV shows more than movies because you get to like sit and learn the care about the characters and like it doesn't have to be like here's one big thing after the next. Like you get to like spend time with them. And then in movies, you really have to to um, edit things down and you don't always get as much character growth. So but then and when you're trying to share the screen with other MCU characters and stuff, too, then you're just like, OK, well, this is fun. <laughs> Yeah, they had to introduce America Chavez, which was mm -hmm. like not a character I'd care that much about, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because like, they didn't really, uh, it was just like, here's my my sob story a little bit. Yeah. But then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the tough, it's like there's a way to do it, but then you also don't have enough time to really get to know and care about the, the girl. Yeah. So. Exactly. Well, and then I mean, I like uh, this, this spoiler incoming. I do like the idea that Wanda is our villain. Uh, like, yeah. oh, I, some people who probably were just MCU fans and not, like, comic book fans could have been put off by that. But if you, like, know comic books and you know, like, Wanda's... Like, that she goes... I, yeah. That she goes crazy and does insane things to, like, lots of people in a lot of different storylines in the comic book. So it's to me, it's sort of like, yeah... It makes sense that she, yeah, that they're kind of sticking to it. And I don't know too much about it. Again, most of what I know is just through my boyfriend explaining things to me. Also during movies too, because again, like I never remember what happened in prequel stuff. So then I have to do like, who's this person? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, the there's, too many, there's too many characters though. I mean, like some of the things that, that they're, they're clearly fan service, like, look, it's Professor X. And it's like, yeah, I, yeah. And they literally yeah. brought in Black Bolt from the Inhumans TV show, oh, yeah. which was, by the way, terrible. If you've not was seen it? it, it's oh. so bad. It's it's such a bad TV show. It only it was the same this, actor. It, it is the same, same okay. actor. It is actually, and it's like, oh, you really want to tie into that piece of crap that you guys put out? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, oh, so leave that. Alone. Can, like maybe not let's not talk about it <laughs> can we talk for a second on something i have no idea what this what the information is john krasinski i love him and i thought you know that it's neat to, to have brought him in but i i haven't really watched anything in the last few years and i i saw like he had like a youtube channel for a minute um and when i heard his voice 
it's like higher than it used to be. Like in, in the office, <laughs> it was deeper. And I just am curious, did something like was the his original deep voice, not his real voice that he put a lower voice on? Or did something happen that his voice is higher now? Do you know? Does anyone I, in chat know? Like, I don't it, know. <laughs> there, there's a definite difference because he, he talks to the higher and it kind of sounds like uh, to me. And again, I don't I have no idea, but it kind of just sounds like he had an injury or something that, like, that makes oh. his voice like a little bit like, I don't, I don't know that, that it just kind of had this like strain to it, but it's definitely higher pitch than it was in the office. And I just, I'm curious if that was just natural that with age or if something happened or he's yeah. doing it intentionally. So, but just throwing that out there, if anyone could answer that question, I'd be very One of, interested. I, I had to like, basically like, like pause and like because I was having a bit of a freak out because they they introduce him you know Reed and they're like the most intelligent man in the universe is literally what someone says and then when Wanda shows up he says Black Bolt can destroy you with a single word and I literally was like don't tell her that you moron well because yeah then, then he said something about like oh like what is just, just his mouth and like what mouth out. yeah yeah <laughs> she did the matrix thing where he didn't have a mouth anymore and i was like i was yeah. like sure he's the smartest man in the universe sure but then, <laughs> then people like intelligence and wisdom so maybe like he was really smart but then he just wasn't like wise enough to know to not you know, reveal that information. And G-Man says, probably from the steroid he takes for Hollywood films. That's what I was wondering too, if it was like drugs that did it, but I didn't <laughs> want to like throw that out there. I uh, <laughs> also want to just do the super chat real quick. Thank you so much, Judge Lot. Hashtag Beverly Clark. So white, laughing face, <laughs> laughing face, laughing face. And then he says, I basically quit the MCU after Endgame. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Judge. Uh, like two of the at least three of the topics we're talking about is going to be MCU stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I, I unless that is, spoilers I, won't matter to you. Yeah, I love what JV says. Unfortunately for Reed, his writers were not nearly so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the tough part, though. Like, I th that's whenever you try to write, you're not even just for intelligent characters, but it's uh, like when, if someone needs to be well-informed in any topic and then the writer, and I feel that way too. I'm like, oh, I want this character to know these things, but I don't know any of these things. I need to like, so then you have to research it or talk to other people and um, and then, that, I then I just go down rabbit holes. I, I read a novella this week where someone had like a teacher come from California to Montana and like, and I was like, did she get new credentials? Because you have to, like, most states have their own credential system for teaching positions at public schools. Uh -oh. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. in there about it. They're like, yeah, you can just move wherever you want when you're a teacher. <laughs> I, just, just real quick, um, generally, like, I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to, like, you know movies and tv shows if, if it makes me laugh i'm probably gonna like it whether it was intentionally funny or not like <laughs> i'm like but there are like certain things like i i can i'll complain about like small stuff that kind of gets me and i was thinking about that with some commercials that i keep seeing recently um at least on hulu uh i don't know if you've seen them there's what is it one is the indeed commercial i just saw that today it's talking about like a girl uh she she works from home but now her roommate has uh so she's taking up drums and so now she's drumming like oh i need to find a new job and then the the interviewer is like uh it says that you are willing to relocate uh for and she's like, yes yes i am like 
but you work remotely already. If you're trying to just move apartments, why not just get a new apartment and keep your job though? Cause you're already working from home. So it was just kind of like, I can't suspend my disbelief in this commercial. So I said like, why? And then the same thing too, what's the other, I don't even know what, what commercial it's for, but it's a woman, she's asking her husband, like, what's the password to this thing for a bill? And what's, and he's giving like really silly answers for like the passwords are bad and just like, oh, so you're saying the husband here is kind of like the dunce in it. And I was like, I can't suspend my disbelief that the husband was the one who registered these accounts and like started the pat when the woman is clearly the one paying the bills and like being responsible and stuff. So like, so it's just like really small things like that where I'm like, this really bothers me and I can't, it takes me out of this commercial for me. I haven't seen a commercial in so long. Like I have to go out of my way to watch oh, yeah. a commercial. I can't afford to hire Hulu with a no, with the ad free <laughs> commercials. So. Well, I mean, that's why I canceled my Netflix is because they said they were going to put ads in there. And I was Did like, they? I literally oh. won't do it. I didn't know that they were doing that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing mm. is that like they they think it's so funny because they lost a lot of subscribers when they did cuties, but then they lost a lot of subscribers recently. And they yeah. said it was because, oh, oh we're doing all these uh, animated TV shows no one wants. And it's like, well, that's true. But that's not actually why people are canceling their subscriptions. They're canceling their subscriptions because you're telling them that you're going to charge them and, and give them uh, ads. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And like, literally, if you if they reverse that decision, I'll get Netflix mm -hmm. again. I mean, especially since they canceled Anti-Racist Baby. I'm totally cool with having them back. But I'm not, I'm not paying for ads. Was that a show? <laughs> It was a show that they were doing <laughs> for kids. Yeah. And they canceled it. It's like, yes, good decision. Now you just need to reverse the decision about, you know, putting ads in there. <laughs> I wonder, did they have a theme song then? I'm just like picturing like the building blocks in like stop motion and then the music kind of go, anti-racist babies. <laughs> oh God, it would be horrible. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so sorry for that tangent, but then it just reminded me of just like, oh, that, so that's what I'm particular on where it'll just be like really specific, small things that I'm like, yeah. why? But a lot, so a lot of times too, it'll be like characters. Like I don't like if the character, that's, I love and hate horror movies. Cause I need to like, obviously they have to make terrible decisions in horror movies though. Um, but then it's like, well, why would you do that? Or, or especially if you were, if you were written as like, you're a smarter character, like I can already tell like, this is something that your character would not have done. Um, but so within Dr. Strange, um, I don't remember <laughs> what, what were you saying about that earlier? Uh, what was the I thing said, where I took us I off complained about the Reed Richards thing. Being oh, yeah, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> the, Wanda being the, again, spoiler alert, um, the bad guy there though, and just wiping them all out <laughs> was like hilarious though. It was actually really funny. To watch her just steamroll them. It reminds uh, me of uh, Deadpool too, where where it's like he they do the whole like part of the movie is about him finding his team and then get all together and then just like in like, ten seconds everyone's yeah. dead. Well, I just love the Illuminati's all like, yeah, we can handle her. We think you're more dangerous, and it's like she doesn't care. She will literally kill everyone here. Mm. She does not give a shit, right. and they don't get it. And it's like. Honestly, if I were to, even from the comic books, if I were to choose which one I was more afraid of, it's Wanda every fucking time. That woman is terrifying because she's so unstable. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I do really like the dynamic of, because like, I guess it, emotionally it makes me sad because like, no, I want her to be a good, a good person. I want her to be a hero. She's so powerful and it's awesome. But then it's like, oh, that's good storytelling though. Of just like, yeah, she's really flawed and has a lot of psychological issues and understandably so. And especially when you have so much power and you're getting it from like dark forces that are going to uh, yeah. you know, take, take you over. So it's uh, like, because she, before she even got the corrupting book, which is the thing that makes her worse, though. She literally mind-raped an entire town of people for mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. She did I love that weeks. show. I know, mm -hmm. I love WandaVision. Okay. It's so good. Especially because uh, I just, I really love all of the different decades of sitcoms that they did, too. I'm like, they're me nailing too. these styles. The show. Yeah. I loved that. <laughs> I The thing I didn't like about the show, and the thing that made me not, like, put it as my number one MCU TV, uh, TV show for Disney+, Plus was the 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 Rambo character. Like they were they followed her too much. And I didn't and I didn't care. Oh, like, I'm like, go back to Wanda. <laughs> that's the that's the Rambo character, the daughter of uh of Captain Marvel's best friend or something. Best friend, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that woman was Captain Marvel in the Illuminati version of the daughter. Oh, is that who that was? Okay. I mean it makes sense from the perspective of like it's an alternate universe and and maybe Instead she of it happening to to her uh, to her it happened to the other woman yeah yeah sense. oh my, that does okay one of my problems though with doctor strange and the multiverse of madness is the fact that um uh what is it uh it, the the whole movie is like a remix of the what if tv show from disney oh, plus okay which yeah, by the yeah, which by the way, I did not like that show until the Doctor Strange episode, which was like number four. That was a cool episode. It was a really good episode. It was really intense, very emotionally compelling episode. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's almost the same. It's like practically this. I mean, they even have Captain Britain in both yes. of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But maybe Although, that was kind of the point too, because I heard that like, oh, that way you didn't have to watch that series. So I guess maybe they blended it in. So that way it was like, for those who haven't watched these things, then yeah, um, I don't know about WandaVision uh, though. Like it seems like you probably should have watched that. I mean, to at least just kind of yeah, well, because context. If you don't know anything about what her motivation is, really, mm -hmm. if you haven't watched WandaVision, because one in WandaVision you meet her fake kids, the the kids right. she right, yeah. Up. So it's like, why is she doing? I okay. Yeah. I, that's one thing that I was I'm kind of confused about, where it's like, yeah, I understand when you make them up, and then like emotionally, whatever's going on in your brain that you're like, yes, like these are real children. Then I know the multiverse exists, and they're somewhere. But in WandaVision, they showed that that uh, Vision is like reborn in a way and like and and so he exists so i was i thought she would like want to go and figure stuff out with him I, but she seems like totally over him at all and i see i had a really hard time with that gaping hole of vision in doctor strange if you're yeah. because if you're talking if you're if wanda is your villain and it's a huge chunk of the movie is focused on her and there's and you're in even multiverses and then there's the white version of vision in this universe where the hell is he like yeah. the wanda in the other universe who has her her boys is is vision did their he dad? die again <laughs> yeah like yeah, yeah or yeah. is he dead 
Like, uh-huh. what, is, what is the story there? I don't know. And I want to know. And that's one of the reasons why this isn't really a Doctor Strange movie. I know. It's yeah. Because it's a Wanda movie. Yeah. Because there wasn't much character growth for Doctor Strange. The, the, uh, he's, well, I, I mean, that happens with sequels sometimes too. Because it's, it, that's why sequels can sequels can be tough because it's like you're in the first whatever like movie um but any media the this any story the main character should go through there should be a, a round i think a rounded character at least in my perspective though that like they should have character growth to some extent because if you don't grow at all then then you're it's called a flat character and i'm, yeah. I'm just saying that i know you know it so just yeah. in the chat who doesn't um but uh, and I and I think that is more compelling uh, in a story, though, to see that. But then once that movie happens, the sequel will suck if that character has to go through the same thing. And you're like, you already learned this. Like you are already like you kind of you're complete in a way. So you have to uh, you have to take it a step further. And sometimes that ends up being like, well, now someone else has to learn it and you might kind of be the mentor in it or you have to learn a different lesson or something like it might be rather than an internal lesson that you need to learn. It's something external. And so you. So on one hand, I kind of see why Doctor Strange, like, yeah, he he might he doesn't have the growth necessarily anymore, but there's still a way to write it where he is like a, a, an important aspect in his own film, like that he's necessary in it rather yeah. than because then it was it was just split too much. Like maybe if it were more just like a, a, the the buddy film with like hit, uh, America and him, that could have worked, mm-hmm. but. But then when you focus on Wanda, like going to her alternate reality to confront her alternate self and all that, too. And it was just like, well, why? I mean, it was yeah. interesting, but I'm like, the, the, whose film is this? Yes, exactly. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that uh, what one of the jokes I made when I was watching it, because I couldn't help myself, is that part where he's possessing the deceased body in his universe. Oh, version yeah, yeah. of himself. Yeah. And like he's struggling against those like wraiths essentially, um, and they're fighting him. And Christine says to him, "Use your mystic powers, Doctor. You know, Stephen, use yeah, them." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and that's like literally all it takes for him to uh-huh. not struggle anymore. And he's and like, was, "Oh yeah, I can fight." <laughs> I know. I was like, um, "Use your use my mystic powers." Why not do that? Yeah. Like it was so stupid. That was like one of the like weirdest uh-huh. notes in that entire movie. Is that that moment? And I was like, how? Why was he not thinking? Yeah, yeah this? What was he like, <laughs> not already using this power? He's just like, I forgot that I'm a sorcerer. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Like he, it's, it's like what the hell? Because I'm a zombie right now. I just I don't know. Um, but I will say like the it I. I did like that he took over like the zombie body. Like that was pretty hilarious to me. Um, yeah, but that was very Sam Raimi. That yeah, was incredibly yeah. Sam Raimi. <laughs> the big thing for me that I just see so with this movie, unlike a lot, most if not all of the other Marvel movies, though, is that like there were times when we got bored where it was just kind of like this is dragging on. There's like why is this ha- like are there? It just could have been edited better or written better and so it's just like why do that plus some of this like it seemed like it couldn't settle on a style where it was like jumping around too much of like now we're horror now we're, we're this now we're like doing some weird stuff or like different decades of uh, had there like 70s feels of horror or 80s and but then it was just kind of like jumping around and i 
uh, I, I just it felt like it it couldn't stick to one to one idea and go with it. And yeah, when it came to like tone and artistic theme and character, it was an, an incredibly unfocused movie, like incredibly yes. unfocused. Yes. Yeah, that's a good and, word. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I don't like it as, as much is that it's like, that's too many parts of it to be unfocused, honestly. It's like, you could be unfocused on one level and it still be a relatively good movie. But to me, it's just, there was just way too many things that were just mm -hmm. all over the place. It needed to be tightened, like story, character focus, you know, yeah. theme, art artistic tone, like all that stuff needed to be cleaned up a bit. And part of it is the fact that it's like, well, we have to do the, the MCU universe thing. We got to set shit up. And it's like, well, that that is a, immediately a problem when it comes to character focus, like honestly, because then you're you're you've got to introduce all these things, because that's why that's why we get a Professor X moment. That's why we get a, um, a Reed Richards moment is because they're and that's why we get freaking inhumans black bolt is that there it's not that that's them prepping to do stuff with those characters that's what that is and then so much of that america chavez stuff like oh are we gonna follow her on a tv show a year from now trying to find her parents like probably probably that's what's what's being right. set up and that's kind of annoying. Like it's an it's like I didn't come here for a movie about the MCU. I really came here for a movie about Doctor Strange, and that's not what I'm getting really. And I think that's why I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what my boyfriend said. That like that Sam Raimi. Like there were too many, too many big ideas that that were supposed to be in this movie and Sam Raimi isn't he'd have trouble just doing one of those things let alone like the three four five different ideas though so it was just too many big big concepts for the MCU and that was just but I also was just in his in Sam Raimi's defense it's a lot to take on like if you're like I have to throw in all of these things in one film like yeah that that was a bad idea though like they they needed to have uh focused on something like on one or two I know a lot of directors for MCU movies don't come back. And one of the reasons why they don't come back is because of all the shit that Disney throws at them. Mm -hmm. You know, that they're like, do this, do that, do, you know, we, we want these things in there. And it's like, they have this checklist of ideas they want. And directors are not used to that. Directors are right. used to creating a movie that people, you know, that like, I'm putting my name on this. It's going to be my thing. And like more than a, a lot of other kind of ideas, uh, creative content, directors expect the movie to reflect them. Like they do, like, um, you know, in a way that, I, and by that, I mean like versus creative content that's made by a team. Like it is mm -hmm. a team project, but the director really, really, feels like it reflects them. Well, that's what it's supposed to be the director's vision on. Exactly. On oh. oh, and then like, I think it was, uh, I, I can't, I think it was Thor, the dark world. The director was pissed about the end credit scene, which he didn't film. I'm and sorry, he was Alex. About it. We Go need on. to take a quick duck break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you can see the baby ducks real quick. Uh, He's so cute. Here's one. This one. This one has a gimpy leg, and this one has oh. a is missing an eye. I think it's the oh, other gosh. side of the eye. That's 
you're not really in the camera. You gotta go. Yeah, back there it you up, go. Back it up. So cute. <laughs> yeah. So cute. Oh, you're so tiny. Whoop. You're gonna fall out. Sorry about that, but we needed some cuteness. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we took them in because he works at a farm store and then they sell like, the, the chickens and ducks. And since those ones were flawed, uh, we decided to take them and they were free. <laughs> oh. Well, they're cute. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully they make it. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, what were you saying? Well, I was just saying that like the end credit scene at the end of uh, the um, like dark world was dire was directed by, filmed by someone else. And the director was angry about it. I remember that. He was he was like, it doesn't, it's past my name on it, but it's not me. I didn't do that. Like, yeah. And he was yeah. legitimately oh, yeah. angry about it. And uh and I I don't blame him. Like, why I I mean it's kind of the problem with these MCU films and these these we're creating a universe films is that there's so much studio involvement. And honestly, mm. I'd rather have less studio involvement. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about, especially in writing. Um, because I don't, I never like, it's the too many cooks in the kitchen mm. thing too. So if I'm doing a sketch or something, I don't usually like, cause it's like, here's, and the directors, like it's all about their vision of, uh, of what they want to put on there and so and everyone should be doing like we're trying to put what the director wants to see and so then when you're having someone else tell you like well it needs to have these things and you have these things and you're like but the directors you're supposed to have the creative side of it and it's um so that could be really problematic so in in writing though too like it's just kind of like here's my idea but then when you throw in everyone else's ideas too like well now we're getting away from my the core concept that i wanted and and sometimes it, it can be fun like in improv that was something that I had to change my mindset on though too because inst instead of me having like a full concept like this is what I want it to be it was like here's my initial idea I have to stop my brain from thinking anything and then everyone else's ideas you just take in and then and you just and forward yeah. um, and so then I'm like okay and and you can build something that like oh I never expected this and this was fun too but but I had to switch you know my, my brain uh, uh from from like writing a sketch myself versus like let me improvise or like just build something with other people and so a director though usually like, I think and at least in my and in, in my experience though too directing like this is my vision and a lot of stuff I write write too so I'm like no I have this is what I have in mind for it so this is what we're gonna do and I don't want other people telling me like well here's the thing <laughs> well here's here's the thing is that I'm a, like I think directors who are willing to listen to like actors and people involved are, are smart um, that doesn't mean they have to say yes to everything everybody no. says. And but I think it's I think it, that kind of give and take is actually, but with them having final say mm -hmm. is actually good for for movies because sometimes an actor will come to a director with like I don't think my character would say this or do this or I think they would do it like this and it does actually make more sense and the director says okay yeah you're right and I think that works I think that yeah. I I think that kind of play works. The problem is, is that these 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 are directives coming from studios. I have we have a checklist of characters and moves we uh, want you, you to, to put in your vision, mm -hmm. and right. he, that's not the same as the back and forth that I was just describing. Right. That's that is do this. That's what that is, and I don't think it works. Honestly, I don't. I, I think it mm -hmm. creates this. I don't like movies 
written by committee, by marketing committee, especially. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and I mean, like I work in marketing, but I'm like, I don't, I'm also a writer though. I don't think that marketing should take place in the writer's room. Uh, and that includes when the, the director's vision, which is to me a form of story creation, mm -hmm. obviously. So I don't, I don't think creating movies by committee works. I think it creates crap for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I think anytime you have the checklist or you have the points that like, uh, it's like a Hallmark movie. I know I've been told that like Hallmark Christmas movies, like they have to have snow. They have to have like, so like there's things that they, they absolutely to be a Hallmark Christmas movie. You have to have that. And so when, when it's formulaic and then, and you know, and that works for them, but then it's just kind of like when you're told that you have to follow these specific, you know, guidelines um for disney though like that can be really limiting <laughs> and then especially when it's convoluted so then you're kind of like okay this is too many like maybe if it was just some of it but when you have like such a long list and you're like i have to do all of this in one film and uh and make it good well <laughs> yeah you get like one or the other yeah really i mean i don't think i mean they get their list they obviously because they would fire a director who didn't give them their list if they didn't think that sam raimi was cooperating they would have fired him like i don't i don't think that that yeah. would have changed uh anything if you push back i think they just fire you at this point and, and yeah because mm -hmm. they're not uh, going to follow yeah, yeah. and but the thing is, is, some of the mcu ideas are stupid like really dumb like uh when Feige was going on about or however he pronounced his name i don't know he was going on about the fact that, oh, yes, Thanos snapped all of half of all life. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You mean he snapped not just sentient, sapient beings? He also snapped, like, farm animals? But does that include plants, too, if it's all life? Because yeah, then you're not actually solving any problems, though, if the point was well, to, you're like... you're not solving any problems if you destroy all of the, like, half of all the animals anyway. Right, yeah, like, like any, so if it's just humans, I mean, like, I, you can kind of understand, like, yeah, like, maybe with less people in the universe, then things could potentially, like, so I, I kind of get that, like you know, dil diluted con uh, concept, but but if you're going to destroy, like, the things, like, you're, you're just you're making the problem is still going to be the same proportionally. It's just yes, like exactly. <laughs> that was my point. I literally, I, this is another thing that I wrote about. I wrote about how this, the snap would be an extinction event on earth that our mm, ecosystem mm -hmm. could not handle losing half of all life. And I limited it to animal life because um, when the snap happens, they're in a forest and we see none of the plants disappear. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, is yeah. that Endgame confirmed that it was half of all life because oh. one of the things when they un when they undid the snap when when Hulk snapped and uh, brought back everybody, they they were like their confirmation was the fact that they saw more birds. Oh. And I was and I was like, this is the dumbest idea <sighs> ever. Like, if it was just half of all like sapient life, mm -hmm. that would have made sense. I mean, his motivations never made sense to me, ever. <laughs> but uh, but from the point of view, like, think about it like this. How would um, our plant ecosystem work if half of all wild bees disappeared? <laughs> in, in a world where yeah. we're already having a problem with bees. I was like, oh, my God. Just I was like, 
Uh, I, I know that it's a little silly to get that into it. No, I mean, I think if they address, if they make certain comments that, that would affect the rest of it, like, like if you just leave it out, like, okay, that's fine. We can, we can leave it ambiguous and we don't know or something. But when you confirm something like, well, that just raises a lot more questions of like, here's more problems with the plot then. Yeah. Well, and then like one of my problems though, is that Thanos's motivation makes no sense. Like I, I know we're moving backwards, but like in the comic books, he he's trying to um, to court death, literally. Right, she's a right. woman. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's trying. Everyone's saying because Deadpool's like under her too and stuff. Like everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's more in a Deadpool than she's never been. Oh, in Thanos. okay, okay. But okay. Thanos is really into her, so he wants to kill half of all of people and make her happy. It, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's 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 a weird courtship. What's well, what Thanos? Thanos also did that with his with Nebula, right? Like he, he put her in a state of just like constantly dying forever to try and impress death, I think. Yeah, I think he um, did do that. Yeah. And then, then she's still kind of like, mm, not good enough. But then like he the in the in the MCU, it makes no sense though, because like, so you're gonna destroy half of all of the population, even if let's say it is just sapient life. Um, you, and then you're going to destroy the stones because that's what he did. Um, you know, population growth is not static. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like a temporary ago. fix, if anything. Like, Yeah. And then at the same time, like, one of his complaints was like, there's war and famine and disease. And it's like, you mean those naturally occurring population control measures that already happen? Like, I was like, that's what those are for. That's yeah. literally why they happen is because of overpopulation, like in right. animals too. Right. Oh, so yeah, I was, yeah. That happens. So I was like, I was like, is he like retarded? <laughs> <laughs> and like the fact that no one addresses any of these problems within the MCU. No one says you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't remember. Like, does, does he really give like a more detail in his reasoning though, too, that like uh, to, to get rid of half of the, the, the humanoid population that will, that like, that will save the universe because like, does he get into that detail ever of like wh why he, why he, he thinks, because I can't remember. Says, he says it several times that it's about uh, that that if there were less, if there was half as many people, and it's always random. So he's not choosing necessarily the people who who are you know, best consume, or worst for yeah yeah that consume more than their fair share or whatever. No, it's just random. So it's it's a random sample. It's like well, then you could technically kill like most of the women of a, of a species, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and still end that species. Uh, so to me, I'm like, first of all, that random thing is a problem. But, That's a really, yeah, you know. Yeah, like but then, like, uh, yeah, he goes on and he, he, like, he's been on a journey to get the stones. But as he's on his journey to get the stones, he's also killing off half the population of all the groups he, he, he meets. So, like, uh, Gamora's, Gamora's planet, he killed half of all the people on her planet. Oh, right. and well, she And he tells her that, oh... Have you been back to your planet? It's so wonderful there. And I'm like, in the, like, what, 20 years since he killed half of everybody on her planet, their population hasn't gone up or down? Like, it's perfect. <laughs> no one, no one's aged. It. No one's had any baby. Even says, like, clear skies. Everyone's stopped any sort of procreation there once, once the people left. 
I know. Now uh, they're just at replacement levels. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh my god. He's. I don't know. It's so badly written. Like that's the real issue here is that he's badly written, mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of was like really disappointed with Infinity War. Is that I was like, is this just dumb? Like, it's literally dumb. And then I didn't look forward to Endgame because I was like, well, you kind of sour noted that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And like, Endgame was not that enjoyable to me either. So I was like, I, and that's the thing too, is that I looked forward to every single MCU film, like Mm -hmm. before Infinity War, every single one. And then they like really like screwed the pooch to me writing wise. And I was like, what a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's screen the conti- time continuum since uh-huh. Thanos is an eco-terrorist. Yeah. Eco-terrorists are not smart, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's pause and look at chat and see. Just yes, kind of say definitely. hello to people. I saw that uh, Screen Time Continuum also talked about Snailpocalypse, which I think <laughs> someone else talked about Snailpocalypse going up against Sharknado. Yes. JB says later on there could be a crossover, Snailpocalypse versus Sharknado. Okay, okay. And so I think, yeah, someone said that we're onto something here. I agree. Um, <laughs> let's write this. Let's get this going. Uh, <laughs> hi, G-Man again. Uh, is it, has it, is it Fage? How do you pronounce it? Is it Kevin Fage? Fage? I'm, I'm pronouncing I, it like beige. Fi- I'm going to pronounce it like, I'm going to pronounce it like beige. Kevin Fage is what <laughs> happens when you give a male feminist a little bit of power and millions of dollars. Um, yeah. hi, George Egerog. Egerog? I see that it is just an anagram of George, but, yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> I don't know. If it's a, I hope it's your real last name. That would be amazing. <laughs> Is it Feig. what? <laughs> it's Feig. Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds like I've heard that name before. I don't know. I'm still gonna say rhyme it with beige. It's spelled like it, only with an F, right? I think that's how beige is spelled. Um, let me see. All right, what else? Oprah. Brian Hepburn says Oprah shows up and gives everyone still alive a dead person, dead person's car. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. It's used but free. Uh, there's still stuff in it. A lot of garbage. Um, JB. I always figured multiverse is an excuse for bad writing stories without consequences like Batwoman. I don't know anything about Batwoman, but I I, I think generally I, I don't mind multiverse as a concept, but I think, yeah, it can be an excuse for bad writing. I, I think it can be fun, but I think, yeah, it can definitely be be used poorly. <laughs> definitely. Like, I like the crossover episodes, uh, but I stopped watching uh, the Arrowverse TV shows a while ago. Uh, um, but I, okay. re- I like, loved when they did the crossover episodes. I, I've never watched any of any of the shit because all dc stuff i've just never watched anything except for adam west batman from the 60s <laughs> is like the only thing um but funny. just as a general principle i love crossovers of any <laughs> show ever like i love when they combine it and like wow you guys are in the same universe that's amazing i love uh even in like disney channel always a big fan of any of those things it's like but oh the, and- like, the magic in this show and you didn't have it on that one but now it exists in there like okay well, the funny thing to me about the Arrowverse is that to me, I'm like, the shows are badly written. They always have been. So to me, okay. I sit down and I want, I start with Arrow and I'm like, oh, oh, this is the quality of writing to expect for the rest of this series. So I'm okay with that. Like, you know, you've already set the bar extremely low. 
<laughs> so uh-huh. I'm okay with that. And like, it was just fun. Like they weren't trying really hard, honestly. So when they when they were doing on their crossover stuff, it was enjoyable. But then like, I, I don't know, I got, there were a couple of moments where I started to just get bored of it. Like, you, you know, shows can only last so long before you start losing interest or they, you know, they have to ramp up things up. And there were a couple of things like I didn't, I, it might've been the Supergirl shit about the Liberty stuff that really started to be off-putting to me because it felt maybe like a little bit of a, like, we don't like Republicans kind of metaphor. And I was like, "Mm, I'm not sure I'm okay with this. Yeah. (laughs) And then like stuff like, Oh, uh, Ollie went to prison. I was like, okay, now we're getting like really freaking weird here. I'm kind of done. I don't know. I just, it kind of like, there's only so far you can take with some of it, um, you know, before you run out of of ideas. I mean, that same was true. Supernatural, Supernatural lasted forever. 15 seasons. Ah, and I hated the ending. I love the show. I mean, like, uh, I I understand that like it it was repetitive or like it's hard. Like once you've ramped up. They do circle back. Yeah, like you kind of have to go back to a certain spot because it's like, well, you you went as, you literally, you know, killed God and stuff. Like, so there's not much more you can do now. So you have to end it. But the ending really really sucked and then the old person makeup on sam was just awful i didn't watch the end actually i'm i think i got as far as season 10 (sighs) there was a season where they 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 come to the series finale the season finale and they didn't play carry on my wayward son oh yeah and then i and then the the season ended at that point and i was like whoa wait a minute that was the end of the season like yeah (laughs) it felt abrupt because it didn't yeah. have the carry on my wayward son mm. recap before the end. <laughs> I, that, like, that threw me off hardcore. I forget which season. Yeah, I can't remember which season that was. But what I, I love that they they play like, you know, they had a lot of meta stuff. They did a lot of like fun episodes. So I could just generalize the show. Like I, I like that how playful they were throughout it. And overall, I liked how it was wrapping up, but it was just like the very, the very last episode. I mean, I don't, I can spoil, I, I won't spoil, but I it also, it angers me so much. And it's still like one of my, it is probably tied with uh, the Chilling Tales of Sabrina as like the worst uh, endings for, for a show. Um, really? But to, just to me, just uh, at least because uh, in Supernatural, so Dean dies and then and then they're reunited in heaven later on. But Dean dies when they're still like young. They finish the and he dies by vampire. Um, by like uh, they're they're in like a nest like from the first episode. They like oh it was the girl that they saw like 15 years ago and now she's like in charge or something like whatever it was. So it was kind of like bringing that back like sure whatever. But Dean gets impaled on rebar like so he gets slammed up against the thing and that's how he dies. And like you've been through so much. <laughs> including like fighting in purgatory for like a hundred years or a thousand years or whatever. And this, this is what gets you. And it was just like really arbitrary. And and I felt like you deserve a better death. Like at the very least it could have been like Sam ends up getting married and having kids and stuff. Like why not wait till then? And then something happens to like his family's at risk and Dean saves them by sacrificing himself and dying. Like even if it's still rebar, even if it's something like that, but you save <laughs> yeah. Sam's child. Like, okay. But this was just like the most pointless like lame as dead. Like you've survived so much worse than that and come back from the, and it was just kind of like, mm, all right. <laughs> Death by building code violation. Yeah. yeah. 
there wouldn't even I didn't even understand it because it was right in like a post like in the in the barn and it was just sticking out like why would you even put that there who oh, that's like a final there? destination death yeah yeah <laughs> it was like the, oh god that that the, those movies are so funny how much they they devolved into basically just like being death traps everywhere everywhere you go is a death trap yeah <laughs> that's how that's that's what you just described like so i don't know so mad and uh, it's kind of it, i kind of can't see myself being okay with dean dying and me going oh my god no because i'm like yeah i've experienced his death like four times i know yeah by now that's, that's why i was like uh, i'm okay with it because then you got they got to talk they had heaven and they kind of said like heaven's a lot better now like it was way cooler than it like the initial one was just like oh you just live in your memory for like your favorite memory forever and ever like that was super lame and i like no, why would i ever want to be in a heaven like that so they made it where it's like no i'm actually now everyone's real it's not just memories and so i thought that was cool but again and i understand like oh killing off dean that's kind of i i miss the bromance of that like you know that's really difficult so like i kind of understand wanting to do that as like an ending but why why <laughs> just the rebar like why not oh. <sighs> and then the makeup they, so they had sam age and so he gets really old and he's on his deathbed and stuff too and they're like did you have to make it look really fake they're like was that intentional <laughs> it, just, it just seems like oh maybe it was like five years later and then he's like oh i'm just pretending to die and i'm putting this makeup on now too because to, it was like really really bad like you have so many other effects like you've done a bunch of different effects of things though like but old person makeup is what gets you it's like they just gave up it's ah, it's the end of the up. show like whatever it's the end we don't yeah we ran out of money i, I do love generally too like when people when they know like oh this is the last season let's just have fun and they'll do like weird stuff and even in uh, criminal minds also had a 15 year run but it's also coming back from what i've read um but like the they they had like a, a really fun episode or two though where it was just like what are you like this is a lot more silly than than you've done in the past though and i just kind of like the idea that you're like ah it doesn't matter we're not trying to get picked up for another season so like let's yeah. just have let loose <laughs> i do i do like it when shows do that honestly like i think that's i, th I think that's enjoyable like the last episode of eureka is a lot of fun oh yeah yeah and um for one thing they're making fun I of the studio <laughs> i kind of oh it's been so long since i've seen that show i I can't remember the specifics of the ending now. Um, I do. Oh, yeah, the time travel. Like they kind of. That, that's right. They they go back, and I vaguely remember. So what happened? The very last episode. Wait, what happened was is that the studio said we're going to give you six more episodes, and they were like, "Yay!" And then they go with no budget, and the and the the people behind the show were like, "Well, we can't do six oh. episodes with no budget." They were essentially saying no budget, and and so they were like. How about this? You give us that same budget. We make one episode, and we make it good. Oh. And they, and and I think that was a smart decision, uh, honestly, on their part because then I, I wouldn't have been happy with six crappy episodes. Um, yeah. But so they made one really good episode, and uh, what it is is that Eureka's being shut down by the DOD. They're like, you, this place oh, is right, a disaster right. zone. Yeah, We're done. Yeah. And then, and so then, like, uh, it was so funny, though, because, like, he says, uh, they say, oh, uh, 
they're only giving us one week to, be, to move out. And then, and, and someone goes, what? I thought we had six weeks. Oh. And they're like, no, they came back and told us we only had one week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like if you go it. into that episode knowing what was going on behind the scenes, <laughs> that's really hilarious because mm-hmm. they're making fun of them for it. And I, I thought that was, that was pretty brilliant. Um, but like, uh, I, I, don't there are a lot of shows that have like that last too long i think supernatural is one of them i don't think shows should last longer than five seasons i get oh really five okay i think i mm-hmm. disagree there but so i i get torn because it's like i i hate endings like of tv shows i get really attached and so then it gets emotional for me like when a show ends and i have to like <laughs> I need to like decompress and I'm like, man, you know, I spent all this time with these characters and I'm not ready. Like I want to start a new show or something, but I'm not ready. I need to like mourn (laughs) the loss of these other characters that I spent so long with. And so it's just like this emotional turmoil. Um, But I, so that's hard for me to let go where I'm like, oh yeah, even though this is sucking, I don't want to say goodbye yet. So let me just keep like, you're lingering here forever. So like the, there's that part of me, but then also where I'm like, no, like you had a plan. I, I like when it's like, like we're going to do six seasons in a movie and then, uh, and then you, you completed it and that's great. Um, and so sometimes that's all you need, but so it's, I get to, like, there's like the logical side. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And the emotional side, I'm like, I can't let you go. <laughs> there's some shows they, someone asked this question a couple years ago on facebook uh what show would you uh kill or you know pay a million dollars to have one more season of and it was not even a like consideration to me like i just immediately dark matter <laughs> like oh. i was so fast on that one right. i i'm not usually that good but they're so like i really liked alpha's alpha's died after one season mm, and everything I, and that kind of dark sucked. matter but dark matter is a canadian show i and see that oh so that yeah. budget was pretty bad the budget wasn't great but it mm. was a good show the writing on it was really good and uh it had some pretty good actors in it it had some really great emotional moments to it and there were things they had planned like clearly and then it ends and i was like no <laughs> So that was my that was my one show. Like and and I'd be interested to know like what other shows people would say they would want one more season on. Yeah. Like I have to think about that. <laughs> so because <laughs> I love TV. I can't oh X Files. G Man says X Files. Uh, I, I still haven't seen the new stuff. Um also Red Baron Snoopy. Yes, uh, we do so need to talk about the She-Hulk. Yeah, we do have that since we devolved from Doctor Strange so we can get into the yes. <laughs> into the She-Hulk thing, which I uh, probably have less to say on that since it was just the trailer. Um, but let me see. I can share. We won't play it, but I'm going to try at least showing the images from the trailer uh, mm-hmm. just so we can have visual and we'll see if we get, you know, copyright stricken, <laughs> struck uh is it showing is this up okay a little bit yeah um i'm trying to find stuff where she's green (laughs) yeah (laughs) it takes a while oh yeah okay so there's her oh there's green eyes she's got such curly hair and here so if you guys haven't seen the trailer here i'll post the link i don't even know what this is on movie coverage uh, 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 and sending. <laughs> Streamer takes forever to like actually send a, a chat. 
but oh, here she's green. So she's, uh, oh gosh, I keep missing like. There's a, not a lot of like, green. There we go. Okay, there it is. found it. <laughs> so she's green. She's got really pretty hair now. Did her hair change after it she did change? Like, no, was here's the thing. Before. The look of the She-Hulk that they made is spot on, I would say, to how she mostly looks in the comic book. The hair, okay. like, is perfect. Really? Okay. But the CGI is awful. Like, she does not, she looks, like, a lot of people are, like, uncanny valley. Like, it, it's not great. <laughs> so, I think, whoops closed captioning i yeah i know that a lot like everyone's really uh harping on it but i think i'm mostly ambivalent i guess because it's like one thing like where the cg might be bad now but it is a trailer and it ha it's not coming out yet so like I, I can give them some some slack on that maybe it'll get better as it goes on but i also just kind of always thought that like the the the, the he hulk has been kind, you know, like his CGs, it's more cartoony and stuff already though too. So like I, so maybe is it for her, if the Uncanny Valley, is she too real? Is that what the issue then is? Probably, probably actually. Uh, well, is she supposed to be, and, and this is the thing, like some people are like, she's not most pure enough. And it's like, well, then you don't know, you're clearly not an actual comic book fan. See, because oh, she's, she's not supposed to be. No, she's supposed yeah. to look like a really tall, somewhat mm -hmm. toned pinup girl. Really? And honestly, I'm I'm surprised that they didn't make her as muscular because that seems to be kind of like the woke thing to do is to make them more androgynous and to uh, so you lose the femininity because like well you're going to be tough and all that and so like well and women are equal as men so we're going to make her just as strong so I'm actually kind of surprised that like no we're going to keep her looking like a woman and. Well, uh, and I, the, and more true to how she is in the comic books. The thing is, though, is that like I think one of the reasons why they decided not to go that route is because they there is a comic book version of the She Hulk who is basically just Hulk. It's a, not a different mm -hmm. character. It's not a different Hulk. It's because she's in control of herself as She Hulk. That's the thing that's oh, so that's she... different. She's always been in control of herself, but they made a version of She Hulk that is more basically just. A female version of the Hulk and no one liked it no everyone thought it was trash and the mm. art for it was really bad too whereas everyone like the the original She-Hulk is supposed to be a bit of a sex goddess kind of image oh. so okay me, I'm kind of surprised I, I am somewhat mm. surprised that they kept it up uh that the original more lovingly you know uh fondly loved you know version of She-Hulk but yeah. I, I'm not mad about it. I don't know that I necessarily like the woman they got to play She-Hulk, which I, I think I think um, someone mentioned that it's the woman from Orphan Black at Johnny Boy Quick Draw, and I think it is her. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Z's <laughs> Hulk. That Hulk <laughs> yeah. just identifies She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, I, so since I have no connection like i don't have any any uh preconceptions of what she hulk is supposed to be like i'm i'm not sure how i feel about the the actors playing it because i'm just kind of like okay well i don't know like i um so again it's a lot of ambivalence and i actually and i, I might be like one of the only people that I'm like I, I don't super care about the like the cg is okay enough for me that like every, i know everyone hates it but it's just kind of 
but I don't know. I watch a lot of cartoons. I watch a lot of where I'm just kind of like, okay, like I, I accept this. Some of it kind of just look, like she looks pretty. He, so I think human enough where I'm like, oh, it just kind of looks like she has makeup on, but like they, it's not <laughs> as, as CG'd and it just, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, so I guess, I don't know. It's, it wasn't as big of a deal to me for some reason. So, but which I knew, I'm like, I know everyone's like super strongly opinionated one way or another. It's usually just like in the bad way from what I've seen so far. Yeah. But I'm just kind of, but uh, yeah. I this. think I one thing that I am pleased by is how perfect her hair is as she holds. It's always like funny. fucking spot yeah, on like, wow, hair there. How do, you do that. I'm just like, always, it, like, it looks amazing. It's perfect. And, and it's like that's exactly tangled. how she holds hair should look. I, that's yeah. the one thing. After fighting, doing what? Well, that's the thing that, like, you know, uh, again, too, with like the wokeness, where they like they make things androgynous, and they're like, okay, let's let's make the women less less pretty and all that. And and like, I don't care how unrealistic it is in any sort of fictional thing. I I like when a woman's just like, yeah, you've got like high heels on, you know, boots or whatever, and doing it, and like your hair is down and beautiful. Though I'm like, there's no way that this is realistic that you'd be able to do any sort of fighting in it but you look cool and i really like that and i can suspend my disbelief for this but i can't suspend it on why a husband in a commercial would know all the passwords to a thing when the wife wouldn't when he's the dunce so like there's just like certain things where i'm like mm, well the thing is, is about choice comic books and superheroes is that they're a fantasy so part of yes, the fantasy yeah. should be that you're sexually attractive Yes. And that your hair is always perfect. Like, and, I, and, I, and that's that what she, I want. I want that. And yeah, but like people and are like, bothered too. We're like, oh, you know, like, oh, a, a woman who's like strong, but like you're not muscular enough too. But I'm like, you're, if you're Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you just have like the supernatural strength. She doesn't need to be muscular. And I, I don't want to see a super muscular woman because to me that's less attractive. I want to see like, and it's, it's more fun to see like this petite little blonde girl like that be able to like take down big bad guys like and and again it's fictional and supernatural if it's not supernatural or scientific or something like that where it's like pumped up i i do have a problem with tiny girls being strong like with if, no if muscular tone like if it's supposed to be more realistic and they have like no muscles i'm like yeah yeah oh I, and i guess maybe i just don't have as much familiar most of what i watch is like the fantasy type of thing though so yeah. i don't even know like the only thing would be like yeah like if you're you know you've got martial arts skills or something but you have to like you can have lean muscle and and yeah. you might be like dexterous and fast that way like so i don't need you to be bulky but you probably need to show that like yeah you actually have like you, you physically can handle some of these moves and things that maybe yes, exactly. it doesn't even have to be like all of them like i can still suspend my disbelief a little bit but just like a little bit of muscle well and a good a good example of that i think is jessica beal in i think that's her name uh in the third um blade movie she's not supernatural i don't think but she she's she's toned she's very oh, okay. toned and uh and like there's she's like you know she shoots bow and arrow which by the way i've shot a bow and arrow it's you it does require some arm strength like you can't be weenie arms out here um, you get a compound bow and mine's like a lot weaker so that way I can because I have no upper body strength so it's just um, I did fi I fired a long bow actually yeah yes it was much harder so I'm like I cannot do that. and I have a few bows but I, yeah <laughs> but yeah like I uh so to me I'm sort of like she she looked great like and 
she still was womanly too mm-hmm. and uh like some people have said like why didn't they hire like gina carano besides the fact that they don't like gina carano anymore right. uh to play she hulk and it's yeah. like i'm just i don't i i want her to be the pinup girl she was in the comic books yeah that's fair okay yeah yeah if, you if, know and again i just don't have a reference to like but if she was more pinup girl in the comics and like so she needs to kind of have a, a little bit more like daintiness She's, not daintiness she's tall she's super she is already tall, tall. Oh, okay. She's okay. taller than average. She's muscular. She's can tall, can fit, tall she... people never be dainty? Is that a is that, is that do you have to be small? I just I don't know whether whatever. I don't know. Which but, but she's 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 not like super broad shouldered or anything. She's statuesque. I call her statuesque. Okay. But she's tall and she looks strong. <laughs> she looks like she's how they make statues, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone Johnny Boy quick draw. She's a green Amazon, basically. She's not. Yeah, she's seven feet tall. She's seven feet tall. She's but she's still womanly. She's still curved. And Wait, I and, and I like think, her human self is seven feet, or like as no, she Hulk, her She Hulk, her okay. She Hulk version. She was much smaller as normal. Well, that's what I, okay. No, that's that's what I meant too. As like the normal human, if she, if, how tall is the normal human? Is she also just a tall person? Or... Uh, she was just average, I think. I don't okay, think she okay. Was but... Necessarily, like really tall. Okay, so that was my point. Version. Was just like the yeah. the change in it is just like oh, you go yeah. from like here's like the the smaller person and like and now you're like yeah, oh, she I, did I, get I... taller. She did. Yeah. But it's not it's not the kind of change that you see from Bruce Banner. Amazon. To the Hulk. Yes. Yeah. It's it's it's. A good it's one. She's a green Amazon. It's a much smaller increase in size. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, she's not um, she's not scary sorry Ugh. jb i think is calling us out here i used to shoot 80 pound recurve i doubt you could pull it back huh i, I doubt well it. <laughs> jb you're right there's no way yeah i'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that well, there we go. <laughs> but i do have guns so i can shoot those yeah i'm <laughs> two handguns and five rifles so yeah, I got ha- I got handguns myself. Cra- I'm shotgun. good at a rifle. I'm bad at at uh, uh, handguns, but I'm I'm I'm, pretty, I'm a crack shot with a rifle. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know that I'm necessarily looking forward to She Hulk or that I'm dreading it either. Like, yeah, I'll watch it because I just watch everything. Hi, John Delarue. <laughs> Thinks we're greater than Buffy. In what way? Buffy That's has good. nice hair. <laughs> But which version of Buffy? TV show Buffy or movie Buffy? I think I s- s- still have not seen the movie. I, no, <laughs> I'm a, I had to have, right? I don't remember. I like TV show Buffy. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. I've watched the shit out of that movie like all really? the time. Yeah, I've I've never seen all of Buffy yet, but I still... Oh. I really watched that movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and, there, and there's the comparison, though, from what I remember. Like, the movie one, she's she's a little bit bigger like at least taller i think like a little bit broad like sarah michelle geller is very petite um and so and again though i like the idea like here's this small you know fragile looking girl but you have superpowers and like, to me like that's more fun to watch like something because that's what i what? do even in like D games too i like to play like because you get to power up in different ways so i have played like 12 year old paladin girls who who have like super strength though so i'm like throwing dinosaurs around and stuff though because <laughs> i like anime and I, so uh, to me everything i picture is an anime <laughs> i uh yeah like i 
I don't mind it if it's magic. Like magic, I'm like, yeah, they they could be as tiny, you know, like Ant Man is, and it doesn't yeah. make sense. At yeah, the same time. like you know, and to me, I'm sort of like whatever. I don't mind those kinds of things. It's when it's like motivate character motivations and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Infinity War. There's a part in Infinity War where they're getting the glove off of uh, of Thanos' hand. You know, that scene? Oh, and yeah, And yeah. they literally get it to here. Like, the cuff is right at the tips of his fingers. And then, like, everything goes to shit and he gets free. And suddenly the glove is completely back on his <laughs> hand. And he never... They, they don't... Show, to me, and I'm like, that's a, that's a, a movie thing that they just didn't show it happen and, yeah, that, and yeah. there's no way it could have happened. And they do, they do that a lot where they're like, we don't know how to write this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut away. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's just easier. And like, I, I love when, when TV shows will do that, like intentionally too, or like things happen off screen, but then the characters will be like, bam, this is really, and they're just like watching it happen. Like, wow. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Like, and then you might even say like, if only we had the budget for this and like, but everything's yeah. just, so I love the meta-ness of that. But. Well, we, we did talk a little bit, because this kind of ties into Moon Knight. There's a scene oh, yeah. where the Layla girl is fighting, like, a supernatural oh. monster. And she yeah. has no powers. And, like, they show her, man, like, it pulls her into the darkness. And we don't see anything for a bit. And then somehow she got out of that. And we don't see it. And I'm like, bullshit, she won yeah. that fight. Bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just gave up. And it was, or, or maybe she, like... He's told it off or something, offended it, and then yeah, or, or maybe like as a woman, you know, they're more manipulative though. So she just, or she like cut down, like got it, said something that like got to his weakness, where he's just like really insecure and talked about his eyebrows or something, and so then it like that was her moment to escape. Yeah, uh, they did that a lot in Moon Knight. A lot of a lot of action is cut from the show, and I because and I'm like, this is kind of not good like it's kind of obvious like honestly like in the first episode it's fine like on because it's intriguing in to Mm -hmm. write it that way but when it as it goes further along and it keeps happening then it's less interesting then it's just more obvious you don't know how to write this and you don't have the budget to show it that's what i'm seeing now and that's why like moon knight is not my favorite of the disney plus mcu tv shows definitely not which First is all, your favorite? Which is my favorite? Loki. And that's con- controversial opinion. But, and I will say this right now, I love a good takedown of determinism. And yes. that's what that show yes, is. Yes, me too. And that's what like, a, lot of, a lot of anime does that too. Like I love, that's uh, actually uh, the one that really doesn't is Yu-Gi-Oh, which I grew up with. But, and I was always bothered by like the whole, this is destiny. I was destined to win something, something like, and then he does at the end. And it was just like, oh, that's kind of lame. But in most other like anime and stuff, it's all about like, I don't care what I was told. Like, I'm never going to make it. And like, and you change your fate. Love that. So yeah, I, I enjoyed Loki a lot too. And I love when things get kind of like, uh, you know, peel uh, when you when you peel the next layer where you're just like, oh, the all the people, the TSA isn't exactly oh, like yeah, they're yeah. not just the people, all those things. So it was just, I, did, I like that. I know a lot of people were like, oh my God, what are they doing to Loki and, and all this stuff? And I was like, here's the thing is that first of all, the TSA was not the good guy. Even in the opening, I was like, clearly not the good guy they just vaporized someone 
because he didn't have his ticket. Like, uh-huh. that's not the good guy. Right. And, and Anyone like, who says that, like, we we know all, like, we're, we're the judge of stuff to you, like, of course I don't trust this. You, like, literally in the opening scene, she says that you you could be a time variant for not for being late to work. It's like this, these are bad people. And that they set that up quite nicely yeah. in the beginning. And then the whole show is about determinism. That's what the mm-hmm. you know the TVA is about. And then what happens in the end? They do they break down determinism. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, what and is it, the what's the name of the thing though? Because I, I called it, I think I just called it whatever the airports there, the TSA. What's the actual the TVA T- time TVA, variance, TV, variant. Uh, agency? Time variance agency, I think is what it stands okay, for. Okay. TVA. Yeah. Probably still gonna call them TSA later, but yeah. So well, they're as bad as the TSA. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but yeah, they like to me. I found that to be very well done. And then also when it comes to Loki, is the character development side. Uh, we already saw Loki learn to love his family in the mm-hmm. movies. We didn't need that story again. If you were gonna tell a different story about Loki and progress his character more. He needed to learn more about himself. This is the one though, I, and the thing that I had tr- trouble keeping track of was like the time when when, uh, on, when on the timeline it was this Loki that we had, all of this took place in between, like before the third uh, Thor, right? And like, and I, because I, cause the... <laughs> Because they were like chime traveling and Avengers, right, and, and things. So, so, so I just this is the Loki when... at the end of Avengers, the first. Because he didn't. Because he learns that his mom is going to die. Like, so she hasn't died yet, and, and mm. everything. So like, but yeah, he so, so sees he, it. They show right. him like what his life would be if he hadn't. But then he. Gone. So he hasn't. This character hasn't learned all of his lessons yet. They right? did but, make him like learn it all quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. and that was a little. Like, eh. but at the same time, I didn't want I didn't want to see him go through it again. All I already but, saw it, <laughs> and it makes me because that's why like I need to watch everything like the chronological order that it happens because then it also made me wonder. I'm like, okay, if this happened at a certain time, so then any other time he's in the mo- like in the movies later on from this show, so he already had that character development. So where all the choices he made, he's already like learned the his lessons or is this just a totally different timeline and this never happened anyway so it's just different from the movies Loki so sets up the idea that there are all different timelines so there's different versions of Loki so this is one specific Loki who didn't go through Thor the Dark World and and then so okay uh, so he's okay and that's so what I think I a, think I keep forgetting because I think I had to learn this before but then every time I look back <laughs> on it I get confused again but yeah okay so this is just he's yeah. a different one what he's a different one yeah and I mean basically what what Loki sets up is eternalism over determinism so eternalism is essentially Schrodinger's cat the idea that all choices are all possible and all exist in the same time uh at the same time and then you make a choice or you something happens and that's what was always going to happen but in another time the other thing happens so and that that's confusing but it's also uh really fun uh Mm -hmm. for writing like for sci-fi and and magic stuff is to set up eternalism. And I like eternalism better than determinism as a um, 
as a writing technique, which is why I don't like the TVA. I think they suck. I mean, yes. besides the fact that they're also like mind raping people, everyone who works there was a variant at some point and they don't remember that. I mean, that's fucking awful. Like it's terrible. Like everything about the TVA is just monstrous. Yeah. yeah it just seems like, Oh, we're happy living in this, this weird city thing that you're stuck in forever and, and you can't ever do like anything. Like it's just like, even if it, if you were supposed to think that it was good, then like, this is a sucky, sucky life. To yeah. And like, honestly, uh, what's his name? Uh, Luke Wilson. No, Owen Wilson. One of his best performances. Yeah. He's so good in that. Yes, and then yeah. actually to bring it back to Moon Knight, I'd say that this is one of Ethan Hawke's best performances. He is, he's charming, which you would have to be as a cult leader, but also terrifying, which you would also be as a cult leader. <laughs> so like, yes. I felt like he did a really good job. Um like he was almost he was he's almost better than uh uh like most of the people in in the show i think oscar isaac does an amazing job uh because he's he's they finally let him do a bunch of stuff my problem though is with the show is that it's only like what six episodes to deal with an apocalypse yeah that's a little short and there's way too much where they follow layla I'm like, I, this character I did not like. <laughs> yeah, she did not really intrigue me very much. <laughs> and I don't know, why didn't you like her? Because I'm not sure why. Well, I... first of all, so she, someone, Harrow, that that's the Ethan Hawke character, at, at a very serious and intense plot moment, tells her that um, Mark was there when her father was killed. Oh, suggesting right. that Mark killed her father. So they they need to get out of there, like right now. That's they absolutely need to get out of here. And she decides this is the time to confront Mark about her father's death, even though bad guys are closing in on them. And I'm sort of like, bitch, now's the time. And she literally gets him killed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this character. (laughs) Oh my god, broken up about it. I, I don't I don't like her. <laughs> Screen time continues says there's only 14 minutes of Moon Knight in the Moon Knight show. <laughs> I do I I do think the the different suits that they that the characters wear that Stephen and Mark is that their names. Um, mm. I think that's really fun when I keep yeah. mixing them up. Stephen is the British one, right? No, no um, yeah, yeah. Stephen's the British one, and, and he just has it, that like dress I like suit it too. Like, I, suit I, what I, suit? Like, okay, <laughs> some of the suits. Yeah. Like, okay. and, and what's the 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 you know the um ceremonial suit of Kanshu, not you know whatever he was with them getting best. married or something in this yeah, white really. suit. I mean, I I like all the stuff with Moon Knight. I just wish there was more of it. Mm-hmm. And for him to actually lose his powers in a six episode run yeah. and then get them back, that's kind Annoying. Even or even in the first episode, it was like, oh, you know, we're planning on watching the whole thing. But even the first one, it was kind of like, this is too much 
it's too long to have unanswered questions. Like you don't find out like uh, the very end and you're still like left hanging. And it was like, I needed to be given something more. Cause it was still just like, I have no idea what's going on in this show. Like it's unclear. And, and uh, yeah, I guess like with the DID thing, like maybe that's the intention, but it's like, as a viewer though, who doesn't <laughs> have this problem though, like you kind of, I just needed like a little bit more like, you know setting like planting the seeds a little bit of just like something there so i i was a little bit concerned but then i then i ended up liking it um i i liked the first episode i was excited after the first episode i will admit that like me and my best friend one of our favorite things to do is like what is like we know these characters and everything so then we end up talking about our predictions and one mm -hmm. of our predictions immediately after having watched the first episode it was more his than mine is that there was a third personality because we, especially after the second episode, we were like, there's no way in hell Mark asked some chick out at work. We know yeah. Steven didn't do it. Mark yeah. didn't do it because Mark loves Layla and is trying to lay low. So right. there's no freaking Layla, way. It was Layla. Him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so I was like, so there has to be a third. Be a third. Yeah. There was something early on too. Yeah. Where I was just like, oh yeah, there's definitely someone else in there. And then, and then <laughs> they kept like, uh, you know, making it more apparent I, later on too. We also kind of, after we finished the show, we were like, did, did the other personality kill the fish? Like, cause not Mark. Mark would oh, kill the fish. Yeah. But yeah. would he, you know, and um, and it's funny too because like I know a lot about DID, but it's total bullshit. Like I don't believe in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know how I feel about about its existence purely, but like I, I think at least for most people, especially everyone online, it's it's totally yeah. <laughs> Like it, I think it's fun from a writing perspective. Yeah, like that's yeah. why I like it. Yeah. But I'm like in the real world, I'm like, oh no, it's not true. <laughs> and again, like there's so many things that you can suspend your disbelief. Like I, I, I'm still watching Nathan Fillion's Castle, but then there's like any time in any detective cop show or whatever. Like here's this video that we have. Let me clean up the 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 quality of it so that now it's crisper and we can read what was on the writing on this computer or, or whatever it was. That I'm like, <laughs> yeah. If it was recorded <laughs> terribly, like you can't make you can't increase like maybe like uh, if you sharpen it like a little bit there might be something but like if the initial the raw footage is bad that you can't fix that though without like no. unless you are drawing over it and you have to know what you're looking at to like really edit it in there though so and i just saw that yeah. today too and it was so part of it's like ah i'm bothered by this but <laughs> you need it to like move the story like i like i accept it this happens <laughs> uh, and, and she does it so quickly too it's just like Typing, typing, like, why are you typing so much? Like, this would be a lot more clicking. You're like dragging I know, the mouse they and you're like filling so in. in Hollywood, and it's yeah. like, no one types this much. Like, what? Only if you're like, am I going through the the command prompt and like just programming it all like somehow? Like, instead of going through the actual program that I'm using, this I'm just I'm typing don't out. Exist. Yeah, yeah. I'm only using yeah. Linux. Oh God! But like, so someone mentioned, I, I think Red Baron Snoopy, oh, which essentially. Can I say real quick, I, why are there two Snoopies in chat? There's Red Baron Snoopy and Johnny Boy Quick Draw with Snoopy. I thought, at first I thought Johnny Boy had changed his name to Red Baron Snoopy, but we have two Snoopies in chat. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Yeah, the the idea that it's basically um, like a message, you know, and the thing is that we were talking about Layla, um, me and my best friend, and the fact that she's basically a, like, 
fan service to Egypt. Like, be, there's literally that line, are you an Egyptian superhero? It's so fucking cringe. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, is that about that, is that it's like, do you know how many people in Egypt watch TV, have access to the internet, can get a streaming network to work? It's not a lot, okay? <laughs> the percentage on that is not going to give you a great return, okay? So it's like, why are you playing to that audience? Yeah, like, yeah. There's no audience. So it's like people who like Moon Knight want to watch Moon Knight, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to watch Layla become the first Egyptian superhero. No one cares, all right? <laughs> right. I yeah, and I I didn't even know what she was supposed because I thought she was just like scottish or something though so i don't even know what she's where she's supposed to be from exactly so <laughs> like, that accent i thought i'm like oh it's an interesting act like it's just a hint of an accent but sometimes they're like oh it's kind of american-ish and so yeah <laughs> thought she was scottish and so I'm like, egyptian I was like, that's what i thought i was like why are they considering her egyptian if she's just like some sort of you know brownish skinned scottish person so <laughs> Makes a little bit more sense now, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Well, people in chat keep talking about the Avril. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can get on to that. Uh, So, and it's nothing new, guys. Okay, this is actually pretty old. Let me pull up the thing. The the video, yeah, like the uh, the music video is from 2014. So, okay, let me give me... I'm going to just give a little bit of history for like the reason why like I just came across this uh, video the other day because um, they so and it's still kind of relevant because like there are people I've seen people in recent months talking about like, oh, it was racist or it's not racist. Um, but I so I grew up in the 2000s and I got really into the pop punk genre of music and everyone ducks <laughs> on it because they think it's like, oh, they're too cool for it and it sucks. And but IDGAF because you know, I was super into like Simple Plan, Avril Lavigne, Good Charlotte, some 41, Blink 182, uh, Zebrahead, although they are less pop punk and more like punk rap ska <laughs> but uh and then also christian rock music so i like reliant k and super chick and stuff so like th- so that was all like and and i've read like when you're 14 that's when your like musical tastes start to develop and stuff so it was like 12 13 when i got into all that so i stopped listening to music as much because i was doing all the podcasts and everything so i listened to that more but i started listening to music again and i most a lot because like i started exercising which i had never really done before and then i can't really i need like to be pumped up when i'm doing yeah, that, i use like, music podcast. too yeah so <laughs> then and then uh even the the pop punk stuff like they're the later things even though they were a lot more like emo early on like now they're a lot more upbeat and fun so i'm like yeah i can jam out to this and do like some cardio stuff so that's kind of like how it kind of progressed and coincidentally avril lavigne and simple plan both came out with albums this year so it was good timing for me to get back into (laughs) it because they hadn't like in a few years um so admittedly i have been getting a little obsessed with avril and because i've looked up like one music video and now youtube is just like here's a bunch of other ones so i say okay let me just keep watching every time i see them so i click on it um, oh, I actually need to like still share this, but uh, share this tab instead. Click on so this. Whoops, no, nope, hit the wrong button. 
This one is Hello Kitty. Uh, so again, it's from 2014 and she did, I won't play the music, but you guys can watch it later on, but they, they did the whole music video that they're saying is racist because it's, uh, she loves Hello Kitty and made a fun song and then wanted to do kind of like, and she's really big in Japan. So it was kind of like a way to honor them. Um, but she had like the the Japanese people like dancing, like the like doing like uh, emotionless dances. She even does. She gets sushi at some point. I love at, the like, part like, where she gets sushi. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like that. She's so excited and like I. And, yeah, and they it's sort of the the bubbly anime character, like excited mm -hmm. kind mm -hmm. of quality to it. And but it makes me feel like she really, really loves. Japanese culture right well and that's the thing too that like so the the way she did it it's like they're she the music video is using a lot of like Japanese like uh stuff that they do themselves so it's kind of like again so it's like an homage to it and a kind of like a stereotype uh, of like but that, but it's intentional though because like the Japanese are like yeah like this is what we do so like you're you're trying to like honor us and and of, of what our culture does so they're like when it came out and then I just noticed too like in the last few months there's still people like oh this is such a racist thing that she's doing all this but then you have japanese people saying like no uh like we like this we appreciate that she's like trying to to do this for us and that she she even in the lyrics too she says mina psycho arigato which is like uh like pretty much like you guys are awesome thank you like so she's like thanking the people there um well in and a, in a, one of my thoughts was like um i've never i've seen like cultural appropriation is something people in the Western world like to throw around a lot. And whenever they throw it at a Japanese uh, style thing, I have never once seen a Japanese person agree with them. Right. Like, right. Ever. Anything to like, I, uh, I remember even on, on, uh, mentioned way back on unsafe space uh, last year, two years ago, when it was like the Chinese style prom dress, that one girl, uh, war and then and everyone is just like this is so racist like you're you're misappropriating their culture but then Chinese people are like oh no that looks good on her like thank you for for using our culture like I think that's a, a great style we appreciate that like it's spread over there in America um and all that so I and then you had I have that article up too that you sent oh yeah that before. I sent you um, <laughs> from you talk girl like yeah so this I remember this from years ago uh it's not it's not new at all and I think it even predates the the Hello Kitty video. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we just keep yeah. going older. All right, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where this little girl, this mother threw a Japanese tea party style birthday for her daughter because that's what her daughter wanted. Okay. Yeah. And there's pictures from it. She posted it. And, um, and I mean, the girl looks very happy. Yeah, She's clearly white, though. And the way people acted on tumblr like teach your children that this is not okay and then the immediate response to teach children that there's nothing wrong with this yeah and then like someone's like oh cultural appropriation is not okay and then um they're talking about it's yellow face because it's it's the geisha girl look or whatever and, which isn't um, aren't they putting white on they are they are like is that so it's <laughs> yeah exactly Oh, hi, Iwana. Uh, my name's not Alexis. I literally said that at the beginning of the video. <laughs> yeah, it's Alex. <laughs> it's Alex. <laughs> but I'm teasing you. 
yeah, so uh, we, and Iwana, don't don't watch the beginning then though either though because we yeah, do we definitely spoil of, stuff for Doctor Strange. So yeah, we spoil a lot of Doctor Strange. But if you keep scrolling, um, oh, yeah. oh, he wrote Alex. <laughs> Uh, and you keep scrolling there's this japanese person who defends the little girl and it's yeah she says i am japanese in japan at this very moment the only people who think culture shouldn't be shared are racists like yeah you. yeah because then you're, you're you're making it where like no one can even learn about like you can't even uh, show anything else you can't have any <laughs> you have to keep them all in your same little cultures though too and like well the internet exists like yeah you're gonna want to know well, and then, and I've never met a Japanese person who didn't want to share their culture with other mm -hmm. people and were not happy when someone tried to take part in Japanese culture. I've never, yeah. I've never seen any of them up. They're like, oh, good, you're trying. Like, they're, they're happy about that. And, and like, oh my God, the, mm -hmm. some of the replies to that was oh, like wrecked and stuff. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all like because that 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 Japanese person really took mm -hmm. them out. Burn level Hiroshima, <laughs> <laughs> and the, that's my favorite though. Exactly, the Japanese invented yeah. bukkake, and that is something everyone can come together over. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was so funny. Uh, I, I okay, so on on cultural appropriation stuff. I remember a few years ago there was a girl like. I'm here with the microphone. Uh, and I knew through improv and her workplace, they were going to be doing, uh, they were doing lip syncing for like Christmas stuff. And then she posted on Facebook asking for advice on like, they wanted to do Feliz Navidad. But then she was like, and they were going to wear like sombreros and stuff and, and sing it. But then they're like, is this okay though? Cause it's a Spanish song and they're white people. So can you do that? And I did not respond in public because I was like, I don't really want to get it. And this is even before <laughs> I really understood like as much of the, I think it was like just the early part of like wokeness and things. So I was like, I just don't want to get harassed by people. Cause I know this is going to be a, like a, a hot a controversial take on it. Um, but I was saying how like, it's a language, anyone of any, race can speak a different language that like that they didn't like it doesn't matter so if it's spanish you can have a black person or white person speak spanish so too so like especially when you're lip syncing it i said like at most maybe you can question like the sombreros that like maybe that might not be in best taste or something like i uh, personally i don't even care but it was just kind of like <laughs> but like you can but it's so silly to me to think that we can't lip sync to a, a song because it's in a different language and but then like french would be fine but spanish is out of the question though like <laughs> yeah it's, so it's well, and that doesn't make any sense because spanish is a european language yes yeah yeah exactly i literally saw someone who was a parent asking for advice on one of those like yahoo or something like that saying that they didn't think it was okay for the kid to learn spanish because it was cultural appropriation and they were white and i and i'm like the whole time i'm going Oh my God! Have you are are you so ignorant that you don't know about the country of Spain? <laughs> like Jesus! Anyone who's like Tom Segura makes that joke. He's a uh, he, you know like oh Segura that's uh, Spanish, but you're white, and he's like yeah. And, he, and he, let me tell you, you failed geography, and let me tell Very you about the country. 
Yeah. Spain like, Spain ruled the Philippines for a while too though and that's like they have a lot more light-skinned people now in the Philippines because of Spain and they really like light-skinned people I think because of them as well because then you kind of have the whole like the lighter the skin the richer you are though and and because like they had the classes thing and now they and and the Filipinos love white people too apparently is what my mom has told me. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they love me because, like, you know, I'm half white, so I'm a little bit light. But I get really dark in summer sometimes, too. Oh, well, I, I know that I've seen some uh, Latin American countries that have that same idea that it, that's called colorism, according mm. to the woke or whatever. That but, like, that, they, yeah, that they also think lighter skinned people are better or whatever. They Which find them more attractive or someone something. Someone put in chat a couple of weeks ago, too, when we were kind of talking about this, where uh, it makes sense that, like, you, you, and I think in any, in any, country where the darker skin you might be working outside more you're doing more physical labor and you're gonna and so inside you're gonna have fairer skin and be richer yeah you don't need to do those jobs so like that just kind of makes sense generally as well it's like a sign of wealth not necessarily yes. a, a, a yeah like so an like the intrinsic trait like a kind of correlation yeah 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 um yeah. so and it's hard to say like that isn't just like one rule of like this is why but like i think there are multiple reasons also johnny boy quick draw what about singing christmas carols and klingon no that is racist and absolutely not <laughs> appropriate you know what's kind of funny is that like so i grew up in arizona so you bring that up is funny yeah <laughs> it's hilarious here but um <laughs> We we did Christmas pageants, you know, as kids and everything. We always sang Feliz Navidad because it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Well, the thing is, though, is that there were always freaking Hispanic kids in class. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like so, you don't do everywhere. They're gonna be so offended by you singing this. I know. Like it's like it was a way. It was the that was inclusionism. You know, inclusion back mm -hmm. then is that we were gonna sing Feliz Navidad because we have Spanish speaking kids here. Like it's not like not that big a deal. Uh, so getting back to uh, you know painting your face and stuff too, for for anything, as a non-white person, I don't care about like I if it's especially done in comedy. I think it's hilarious. I like so even for Justin Trudeau, like I I don't care that he he wanted to be Aladdin and, and darkened his skin and stuff too. Like okay, cool. Like whatever. People spray tan just generally though. Like is that going to be racist when you're trying to be a little bit darker? Or and people would powder their skin to look fairer. And like that's just what has happened throughout history and now. And so then when you're doing it as a costume to try, if you're if you're genuinely trying to to look the part of something. I don't mind that at all. Or if you're doing it as a joke and like it, intention is really important. Like if you're not doing like it to be like actually racist or like derogatory or something though, but then, then that's okay to me. Like if you're doing it to like be a joke and be derogatory and offensive, like in a funny way, then but like, I'm fine with that though. Like I don't, uh, uh, that's why they took away the 30 rock episodes that did like, there were two episodes mm -hmm. that did blackface. I'm like, why? Like those were awesome. Like that was so funny <laughs> that like when Jenna, uh, she, she, and she looks really great. Like they did, they did such a great job with the makeup, making her look black. And then, and I think, did they switch to Tracy? Did he go white? I forget like the, there are two, two different episodes, but like, I, I think they swapped. I think they were trying to be each other or something. And I thought like, that's one I never went and watched and saw like, Oh, this is offensive because like you know with me i'm not I'm, I'm some sort of brown or yellow and this is anything that's like i don't know i just i, I just don't care like I, I don't think 
anything is off limits in comedy though. Like I think you can make terrible jokes. Maybe I won't find them all funny. Um, uh, but I actually, I do like a lot of dark jokes and then, and sometimes too, like, especially something I'll say like too soon if something, <laughs> they do something too immediately, but like, I don't like, I I'm probably still laughing at it. I just add yeah. that in there. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's just what you say though. Right. Like, Oh yeah. Dead that's baby jokes that's are always funny. Joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just me. Yeah. So then like, I'm pretending what? to get offended. Well, and then like uh, the movie *Tropic Thunder*, they oh, yes, do, yeah. I mean, he's not making fun of black people; he's uh -huh. making fun of actors. Like that's yeah. that's he the plays joke. It so well, though, too. Like he's he doing does. the stereotype, and then you're like, what? And the whole point is like, wow, you're you're a, not a great person. Like the character isn't supposed to be like because he's playing these stereotypes, though. And Robert Downey Jr. does a great job. I think well, I think I saw it wasn't it last year where. At some point recently, where the people on Twitter like hadn't heard of it, and they're just now finding out about you know like the 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 Zoomers find out about Tropic <laughs> Thunder, like want to cancel this? Like, I mean, it's been around for a while. I think you're gonna. It's, it's like from late. 2008. I yeah. think. I mean, is it I, even that old? I thought it's even older than. It might be older than that, but the thing is, though, is that is is that he's not. They're not making fun of black people. They're making fun of how. No, you're right. You're spot on on the year. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, it's one of my favorite movies, but like oh. he, he's making. They're making fun of actors. They're making mm -hmm. fun of the idea that Hollywood likes stereotypes for, for especially for these like Vietnam type films of this like gruff black guy. Like it's very common. And yeah. then um, the other thing that they make fun of is, and and this one actually did have protests. No one protested the the blackface for Tropic Thunder. What and people protested the use of the word retard in that movie. Oh, the, you know, yeah. never go full retard. Yeah. All that, that Which discussion. is a great line. It is a great line. And then, but again, they're not making fun of the mentally handicapped. They're making fun of Hollywood for using mentally handicapped stories to as Oscar bait. That's what they're making fun of. Over, it goes over most people's heads because they can't think of the layers. Oh, like any sort of again jokes or um, and people just take things too seriously or where you don't think like oh that's the joke is that and and I especially depending on moving forward here I'm probably gonna do a lot more silly stuff too because then I, I'll think that something is like I'll I'll, I'll do like a joke once removed because it's like an inside joke to like me and like so then or you do like the inverse of a joke so then most people aren't even going to get it but I'll think it's hilarious so like I'll because I was trying to uh, oh like I was considering doing a Doctor Strange poll of just kind of like asking like a what are your thoughts on Doctor Strange and like doing a really elaborate question but only doing the answers as yes no and then the, <laughs> so but then I was worried I'm like should I start out with that like people might not get it and then think that's serious and like why would you ask that like why wouldn't you only gave this though did you not change the options because they automatically start off with yes and no I'm just like, yeah no, that's a joke that's a joke because I just you know because I, I think it's stupid and I think it's funny so <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I I I like that kind of silly comedy myself, but yeah, you got to make sure people are prepped for mm -hmm. that. That's um, why I'm waiting. I'm like, no, you can get to know me first a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, someone quoted one of my favorite lines from the movie: "I'm just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude." And like then that, that reminds me of Good Burger. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very close i love tropic thunder is one of my favorite movies of all time mm -hmm. it's so funny because i'm not i'm not a huge war movie fan 
Yeah. Uh, but I watched a lot of movies and I watched a lot of the war movies, especially the Vietnam ones. And like seeing them make fun of it was so much fun. And <laughs> I think Ben Stiller said that like he was shocked by how many women love Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. And the reason why I think is because most women don't like war movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's why I was terrible in history class in high school because I just I'm so bored with war. That's why like I'm not interested in talking anything about like Russia, Ukraine, though, because I'm like, I will glaze over like I, even if I'm supposed to care like I get like for whatever reason though like I just can't <laughs> and so anything with wars so when you but if you're going to make it a comedy like anything though too I will watch any topic if it's a comedy though and and uh that way you know like Blazing Saddles I'm not into westerns but I, I, I am love into Mel Brooks and I, <laughs> um He's Blazing Saddles is an amazing mm-hmm. movie. You know the song that that they play with the the whip cracks in it. Yes, yeah. They said um, they were like trying to get someone. They wrote the song, but they didn't have a singer, and they were trying to get someone to sing it. And they were like, "We want kind of like a Frankie Lane type." That's what they put in the ad. And then Frankie Lane showed up, <laughs> and they're like, "Perfect. Yeah. We're not going to tell him it's a comedy, though." <laughs> He's saying it, and then after every one of his lines, they have that whip crap sound, and it's like it's kind of hilarious because it, it, like I I feel a little bad. God, sorry, she just bumped my mic for Frankie Lang for not realizing that it was going to be a joke, but yeah. at the same time, it does make it. It's but that kind makes of a you because you play it sincerely, and then you find out, she, yeah. So like if, if you knew, if you knew, <laughs> then it might ruin it. So I can, yeah, I that. that's hilarious. Um, it, the again with the the colorful faces thing i in my uh, the senior class play in high school i got the lead part but i was the aunt i played like aunt polly and uh and so i had my two nephews that we worked at a bakery some big big i forget what the whole thing was it was called the ghostess with the mostest so it was something about ghosts and (laughs) but i ran i ran the company but uh so i had the two white friends who were playing my nephews so we like powdered my face a little bit and they they use like the the um what's it called i don't even use anything on my face though but bronzer uh, yeah sorry yeah bronzer or whatever like um what is it when you cover your face on with stuff foundation yeah, maybe foundation, another concealer. Maybe it was concealer. I think that's the word I was trying to think of. Conceal. See, I, I don't put anything on my face but lotion. So. I don't <laughs> wear makeup. <laughs> um, I only do around the eyes, but like nothing else because I touch my face too much and then I never I never understood how to do any of that. But so con- they did like concealer, foundation, whatever it was to like darken their skin a little bit. So we like kind of met in the middle as far. So we're just like even more ambiguous. We're like, we're just like slightly brownish people, but like just like a little bit tanned white people. But it was kind of like, and oh, it was never it. a question though about like, oh, is this okay to do? Or just like, oh no, let's just kind of match a little bit more. Like, <laughs> That's like yeah, funny. okay. Um, oh my gosh, G man. You know what? I'm still waiting on that elf video too. I they never gave me a copy. I don't know if they ever came out with a copy of it. I did. I played the piano for Elf the Musical back in December. Um, and then I was supposed to get a copy of it, but I they, they never did. So I'm sorry, G Man. I if I still had the sheet music, I would play it here. But I <laughs> I might have some of the songs though, so maybe at some point I can do a stream. It'll just play on Discord. It won't come yeah. through on Discord at all, but because <laughs> the it cuts out the audio and stuff most of the time. She's hungry. Is what's going on right now? <laughs> I know. I think my cats are probably starving right now too. It is. <laughs> Uh, has been about two hours anyway, so we can wrap up. 
Um, we did get to the Ever-Levine. I can't say her name. I'm sorry. I wow. Yeah, you really struggled. There. Yeah. The There's so many names and words where I'm just like. Oh. I that way with linoleum. See, I had to pause and think about it, though. <laughs> tongue, I get tongue twisted. I, uh, we need a rendition of Mel Brooks for 2022. It says Iwana. Yes, I, he, I've he's my inspiration. Like I love him. So uh, everything that I've done, I've tried to do similar to that. I remember my uh, senior project in college for film, uh, a, a couple of different instructors that compared it to uh, Monty Python actually. And that was like the most flattering compliment that I could ever get though. That, cause it wasn't, it was like, it was, a, I made a sitcom though. So it was like, it wasn't like a sketch thing, but they kind of, for some reason, like it kind of came across as like Monty Python-esque. I'm like, wow, this is just like, I'm so honored. <laughs> That like a couple of different teachers have said that, but um, oh, you need to calm down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Yeah. Cats and wrapping up. Um, yeah, and we oh, Avril Lavigne. That's what we're talking about. Words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and me not being able to pronounce her name. Yeah. Oh, my, <laughs> well, uh, my friend, he was just saying. I was saying something about like her name being French, and he was like, "That's French." Oh, I thought it was just like made up names. And I'm like. <laughs> How did you, I, I, like, you really know nothing about the French language at all. Like, well, Avril, it means April in French, because it's oh. already really close. It's just one letter off. It but is then very you, close. But even, like, the Levine name, though, like, when you have, like, the silent G and stuff, too, like, that just kind of, like, it has, like, that's that seems pretty French to me. But I guess, like, <laughs> and I, I don't know, I, I took French in high school, so I guess if you never did, maybe, it does, but I just feel like that's something where I'm like, oh, I would come across like other French words used in English that I could kind of relate to it because I don't even remember anything else from those <laughs> French classes. So, <laughs> I, uh, there, actually, speaking of me not being able to pronounce certain things, there's a, there, the video I came out with today starts with me because uh, I always like to put like a little thing at the beginning that was in the middle of it. Um, as like a button kind of thing is me not being able to pronounce the word inordinate in <laughs> inordinate yes inordinate yeah inordinate in and I, I I'm still struggling with it <laughs> so there was a part in the video where I'm just I'm just not being able to say it <laughs> there's a there's an older video where i'm trying to i i can't choose another word because i'm trying to quote something it's the word mm -hmm. indistinguishable <laughs> well even at the beginning of this show i had i had trouble saying regularly and yeah. I really, like, so then i had to pause and like well let me try and figure out how to pronounce this i like everyone's like quoting monty python and the holy grail yeah. right now which is still one of my favorite movies though it's a very good movie okay, okay. i love that movie what is the philosophy of an unladen <laughs> what, what is your favorite color blue wait no <laughs> <laughs> Only that was such a good movie. Knights who say knee. Uh, what else? <laughs> they're like, I'm getting better. He's just getting his body. They're throwing all the dead bodies. And my, I think alive. one of my favorite parts is the uh, that it was thankings for all of us. Where and like, we have to save you from the from this place. He said, like, No, 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 no! I don't want to be saved. <laughs> the place where all the really horny women. Like, no, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be saying that. Yeah. yeah. 
my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie too. I'd say like my top three movies, and I have to reassess because this has been my, like what I've said has been my favorite since I was like in high school too, have been Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Disney Pixar's Up, and Talladega Nights. <laughs> oh, it's been like. Up is very good. Up is very <sighs> good. So yeah. adorable and beautiful and it's very heartwarming. Well I think for me, uh, I got uh, Tropic Thunders up there. Like, I don't have necessarily, like, a, an order. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. You Tropic Thunder, Stranger Than Fiction is... That's the really Will Ferrell? The mm -hmm. one right now. I like that we both have yeah. Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more serious. Yeah, than yeah. Um, no, mine still, is ridiculous. Weird. It's weird, though. Like, it doesn't make any... It's not It's not a comedy. It's just weird. Um G-Man says, and read this message or I, I shall say me to me, me. Um, <laughs> and then, but, and like, there are a few others, but like, yeah, like Tropic Thunder is Tropic up there Thunder. because it's so funny. So funny. Uh, Talladega Nights, it's because I know how stupid, like, but I love like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Like, I love when they're, like, they're, they always play the same characters and everything. And I love it. Like, I'll laugh every time. <laughs> I don't care. But Talladega Nights, I didn't, I wasn't into it, but I was there for the opening for the, uh, the Hollywood, what's it called? Like, on the, on the, um, at man's Chinese theater or whatever it's called oh. now. but I was there we were leaving LA because I was visiting it when I was like 15 and then we were leaving as they came up and he Will Ferrell drove up in a race car and I was just like who's that guy like because I never watched any of the things before though and then later on so I regret like oh we should have stuck around because now it's one of my favorite movies and I didn't even know about it <laughs> um, but because I was just talking about that in John De La Rosa's stream earlier too I referenced the uh, knife scene because like I just think it's hilarious where he has the knife in his leg and they're like how do we get it out like well st stick another knife in there and cut around it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, I love a stupid My, comedy like that. I like okay, so if I was going to choose like a, a a comedy in that kind of vein, I would probably pick Dewey Cox. Is and you know mm -hmm. hard. Yeah, i yeah, love yeah. that especially the unedited version the the one that the the director's cut with the is so good it's so funny and, and, and it's especially funny if you like watching movies about musicians because if you've seen the ray charles movie and oh. walk the line then walk hard is funnier because there's a okay. part in in walk hard where he um he uh rips a sink walk the line where he rips a sink out of a wall and so like in the walk hard he's constantly ripping sinks out of the wall and it's hilarious <laughs> but actually that reminds get me of that something reference. Oh. yeah honest trailers made a joke about moon knight they said that uh mark has the the same back tragic backstory as dewey cox and I did not think of that. And I I was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate because the whole, like, the mom is freaking out because the oh. other kid died. Oh, and it's yeah. like, the, okay, because so I've might seen Dewey Cox. She yeah. might as well have screamed at him, the wrong yeah. kid died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. No, that's yeah. a good point. Um, wow. Hey, I, have to, I need to rewatch those. I need to rewatch everything. Mel Brooks, do some Adam McKay. <laughs> I do love 
those two as directors. I also love Taika Waititi. I know he's like woke and stuff, but like he's hilarious. Like I love like Thor three. I think he probably would have done Doctor Strange well. I think because like I because he probably would have done like a horror in a, a more comedic way, like uh, just gone more in, in that direction or something. I don't know. Like I mean, he could probably handle like the convoluted storyline, but um, cause I love what we do in the shadows and stuff too. So the movie. Oh, I just show. started watching that show. Yeah. I, I'm still behind. I haven't seen season three, but we'll talk about it. My best friend's like, you gotta watch this. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so, so funny. Even Carter watching. likes the show. So and he <laughs> hates everything. <laughs> Someone brought up Land of the Lost, which is a oh, girl movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched the shit out of that film. That movie yeah. is so funny. Uh, that part where it's like, uh, he has this, he has a brain the size of a walnut. What is it? A walnut. walnut. And it's like, huge. <laughs> <laughs> like, that movie was so funny. I love that movie. Um, it's so silly and stupid, mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I mean, but it, I like that kind of comedy. Like, I, I, I like comedy for adults that just does silly stupid it's, stuff yeah yeah like, I, I i like to because it's some of it and not like not all of this but i do like sometimes where it's like oh it's something intentionally stupid like that the you know the writers are smart but they're writing this to be stupid and i feel that way with the show it crowd but you don't need to get into detail but like i just feel like that they do a lot of like it's so like ridiculous stuff but they've been so good at like building like they have like one comment at the beginning and then it just like escalates you're like oh oh yeah because you had this comment but they go to like the arcs the extreme end of like how that could play out in, in a sitcom because it's just like who would how does that even how do you even get there but so we just rewatched the show the other uh, recently that's one i like, haven't watched i know oh, i know you told so, me you liked it but i've not seen it yet. power through that we'll talk about we'll talk about some old shows <laughs> that like aren't at all real i think that's the thing we'll, we'll keep we'll keep trying to do like current stuff happening now and then also talk about old stuff that no one cares about anymore but that i like or that you like whatever stuff you want to bring up too Wait, just... We could talk about how I met your mother, how I met your father, because how yes, I met yeah. your father is new. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that, well, that's the plan. And I've been yeah. rewatching uh, both. So, <laughs> but we'll we'll save that for next week. Then yes, we'll do how yes. I met your father next week. Um, okay. Airplane. Oh yeah, that's good too. Getting into crash positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Okay. Well, all right. We can wrap up. We have cats that need fed. They're yes. starving. <laughs> They're so hungry. Yes, um, they are. <laughs> thank you all for watching. Um, and again, we'll uh, still figuring out this show, but I'm liking the direction it's going so far. Big fan of Alex Maselli here, folks. Um, <laughs> And uh, and again, I'll try to do like gamey stuff, but I don't know. You then chat can put in. Like I said, you sh- throw us would you rather's or other dare us to do things. <laughs> I'll take those. <laughs> take challenges. I'll I don't know. I'm not much a of a dare person. <laughs> okay, then truth. we'll do truth or dare. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do truth or dare. Um, stuff like that. But uh, okay. Uh, and then again, free association tomorrow at. 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, right? And then I think that's it for this week. Narrative distance as usual on Monday. Oh, well, not as usual. It's the new time slot at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. So start watching a little later. Um, anything else that I'm missing, Alex? You're streaming tonight, or is that right? Yeah, I am yeah, right after this. I'm streaming yeah. KOTOR. So yeah. old school video game. If you want some more game and stuff, so go to her <laughs> channel, Alex of All Trades. Um, and I'm going to go watch probably more Castle. So. 
Uh, well, thank you all for watching. I feel like there's just something missing, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know where the end credits are either. There's too many we'll videos, see. clips on here. Actually, I'm just going to play this Ren and Stimpy thing real quick. You're an idiot. Yeah, Carter uploaded that, so. <laughs> you like cut it out too. Okay. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good, this is Thursday. Have a good Friday and then through the weekend. Um, yep. This is a rambling ending. Okay. Bye, Alex. Bye. Bye. <laughs>